What's up, guys? It's Josh. It's Marie Elena. Game A Podcast. Woo! And you're listening to... Oh, we're not doing the you're listening to. It's just Game A Podcast. I'm moving along. Yeah, yep. yep, because every time I do it, you're like 25 beats behind me. And then I'm... I'm in silence waiting for you to say something and we've already done the Broadway show and you've sung and yup, Game A Podcast. If you don't know, now you know. There you go. So. All right then. Well, that's got to be it. Yeah. So tonight we are talking about retail hell. I'm not sure if that was like a scary moan or like a sexual moan. I'm not really sure what that was giving me. Well, when I think of retail, I've encountered both. So I think it fits. (laughs) So tonight we are going to share with you some of our scary stories, funny stories, bizarre stories. We're just going to lay it on the line, tell you what we've experienced. For those who have worked retail, you are going, we're we're eye to eye. We're eye to eye. You're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. For those yep. who have never worked retail, yep. mm-hmm. we're going to shine some light on what we, the retail employees, have endured over the years and why there are some... And think of you. Every <laughs> single time. Okay, so moving right along. So, I will go ahead. Say, yeah, I, no, I was just going to say, we've both been in retail for many, 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 many moons. Um, I no longer work in traditional retail which is great um you somewhat do yeah um, somewhat i mean you kind of do i mean it's not like you're working at you know forever Correct. 41 it's not like forever 41 um, or um toss or moss. moss or um rurlington it's not like any of those <laughs> Um, but let me me put it to you like this I have worked a lot of off-priced retail Um, so again with our Mm -hmm. stories what we're going to share with you this evening um, again your mouth may drop and uh, if it does or if you have ever found yourself in that situation or if you have done this yourself um, this will be your evening to reflect and I don't know Maybe apologize. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway. Um, yeah, you should go back to the salespeople yeah. and apologize yeah. for sure. Um, These salespeople, I mean, I get it. Some salespeople, they're just dickheads. But being on the other side of it, I am always extra nice to the salespeople. And I'm that annoying person that since I've worked retail before, like if I mess up a shirt, I fold it. If I mess up jeans, I fold it. If I, or I like, you know, front, uh, I front a shelf, whatever I need to do to make sure that their, their job is a little bit easier. And I don't want to be a part of making it worse. Yeah, Cause we, we, we've been on the other side. We know what recovery looks like and customer service and the hours and the stress and, um, it's not, no, it's definitely not fun. Working retail it is, is it's hard. very hard. It's very draining. Working retail is a hard thing to do it's very draining you're getting yelled at majority of the time 80 percent of the time of your shift you're going to get yelled at you know and you're dealing with thousands of people and everybody is everybody is important and, you know? and it's not even just from the so customer it's side like um 
we also, because um, Josh and I have been in management, you know, retail management. Um, so we're not just dealing with customers and customer issues um, or unsatisfied guests. We're also dealing with the behind the scenes things. And, and you know, as consumers, consumers really, they'll be the first ones to say, you know, that's not my problem. That's your job. That's what you handle. But it, it takes yeah. a really delicate balance to be able to handle what's going on behind the scenes and what's going on, you know, on stage, you know, out on the sales floor um, and with the customers. So um, again, tonight is just for us to share with you what we've experienced Um, again, from all sides, Mm -hmm. not just with the customers, but what we have actually dealt with behind the scenes, Um, the good, the bad, the ugly. (laughs) It's scary. Yeah, it's good. It's scary. Yeah. I will say working retail, I've realized how gross people are. I've had many of, uh, many of stories where, I mean, people are just disgusting. And I'm like, who lets you out of the house? You know, I remember I was working. So part of my career, um, I ended up at a, a discount retailer with Maria Elena at a different store. I was at a different store, but we're the same company, um, Rhymes with Toss. And it, I mean, my first week, we literally had somebody poop on the floor, on the sales floor, and then literally just drag it to the back of the store. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? Because somebody complained about it, and we had no idea. Because if you've been to this store, you know exactly how busy it can get. And I remember my manager was like, so you have to go clean that up. And I was like, no, ma'am, I will not be cleaning that up. I do not get paid to do that. I will not be doing that. So she, she ended up doing it. And I was an ASM at the time. And I was like, no, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. You know, and there's, and the the sad part is it, there's like millions of stories like that for me. Oh yeah. You know, like, Ugh, it's so gross. It's just so, so we don't, I, I mean, and maybe if anybody else has horror stories, you know, please email us, message us. Um, Cause we can always do a retail part too. Believe me. Um, I would probably say one of the first things that I had experienced that was disgusting was I was working at forever 41 and someone went into the fitting room and took their sanitary pad, their sanitary napkin Mm -hmm. and stuck it to the wall, like blood clots and all. (gasps) Yep. Oh my God. And I remember, and I was young. I was in my, oh yeah. I was in my early twenties. Um, yeah. And I remember one of my sales associates um, came over to me and she was just like, I, I, I go by Emmy is my nickname for, for work. And, um, you know, they came over and they were like, Emmy, you've got to come and see this. And of course, like, I'm like, okay. And, you know, do, 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 do. And I, at that point in time, Forever 41 had curtains. There wasn't doors. So I fling open the curtain and there it is in all its glory is like a super plus size sanitary napkin, like saturated. 
And I remember thinking to myself, and yes, I did clean it. I went and I got garbage bags. I did two of them and I stuck my hand in like when you do like um, when your doggies go poopy outside and like I put my hand on it, pulled it off the wall, Mm -hmm. like wrapped it up, you know, and then like I even disinfected the wall because that's gross. But I remember thinking to myself, who does that? Like who is like, oh my God, my my sanitary napkin is saturated because I'm on my monthly cycle and I'm going to go ahead and stick it to the wall today. Like, I, I don't understand that. So, you know, because like I, I guess I could understand more so. And again, we're not making I'm not making excuses. I'm definitely not taking it down the road of like making it that it's okay. Like I too have had to deal with fecal matter. I have had to deal with somebody who shit their pants and tracked it through the store, like tracked it. Mm-hmm. And I could better understand, like, of course I try to paint my own picture, like, oh my goodness, this man or woman was probably incontinent. They they didn't have their depends on, you know, I, I guess maybe I can understand that more then like I took a sanitary napkin and like, like put it on the wall. So that, that <laughs> happened. And then I remember I was working at a uh, toss moss loss, whatever you want to call mm. it. Mm. And a woman mm. had her child and the child became ill and regurgitated on the floor. And she just like, excuse me, my my son or daughter, whoever it was, just um, <laughs> you know, vomited on your floor. I just wanted to let you know. The fuck? What the fuck you mean you just want to let me know? <laughs> That's your fucking kid. Clean that shit up. See now I was already older. Like I had already mm-hmm. gone through many, many, like I said, there's many stories. But I remember thinking to myself, like, there's many stories, there's many stages. But at this point in time, like where I was in my retail career, I'm just thinking to myself, you got two fucking arms. You can ask me for paper towels. You could ask me for trash bags. You could ask me for all of these things to help contain the vomit that your spawn of Satan just regurgitated on my floor. (laughs) And yeah, it was awful. Yeah, no, I mean, awful. That's, that's, that's bad. I remember this, I was working again at the same retailer. um, And I had this lady who, you know how you have those ladies, they, they do not, I guess right now they're called Karens, but just the woman who thinks she knows everything, she's going to lie and then make sure her lie is truthful in her head and nobody could tell her any differently. So I had this lady came up to me. And she started yelling at my my associate. And the one thing that I don't deal with or didn't deal with at that time was like, if you yell at my associate, we're going to have an issue because these people are like my family because we work side by side. So like, you do not get to disrespect my, you know, my family. So I got called to the front and so-and-so was getting yelled at. And this lady, the policy was like, if it was a debit charge to return, it had to go back on your debit card. It was no, no cash. And she was like, no, I've been told this. I, or, or no, y'all did it last week or something. And I was like, no, we didn't. And at this point, much like Maria Elena, I was like kind of in matured in my retail career. 
you know, when I was younger, I was like, oh, yep, mm-hmm, I'll be good right on that. And then at this point, I was like, no, we're not doing this. So she she comes at me and is like, you guys did this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there like, ma'am, no, we didn't. We didn't do this. You know, I was here that day, blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> she was like, um, I want to speak to the manager. I want to speak to the manager. And I was the manager. So what did I do? Because my smart ass, I was getting ready to quit anyways. So what did I do? I literally turned around in a circle and was like, you got him. And then she was like, what's your name? And I pointed to my name tag and it said Josh on it. And then she was like, what's your last name? And I looked at her. I was like, no, give me your last name. Give me your last name. She's screaming at me at the register. And I was like, no, I ain't giving you my last name. Well, give me corporate's number. So I pointed to the the little poster in the front and was like, you can go get it over there. I'm not giving you it. You can walk over there and take a picture of it. Because again, I had had it at this point. And she was just, she kept pushing me and kept pushing me and kept pushing me. And I was just like, no, like, we're not, I'm not giving you anything. This is what you get. Well, how do you know, how do they know who you are? And I was like, I'm the only Josh here. So if you're really going to go complain, take a picture of that number, go complain. I said, they'll know who I am. And I walked off and she was very much like (gasps) offended. And I was like, no, bitch, this is not what we're doing. And then like two weeks later, I quit. But um yeah i was i had no no don't do that to salespeople you're not always right and that's the thing you're a dickhead it's more so that there's policies and procedures that we have and that we follow and you know it it takes a lot of customers that try to break the rules and try to find loopholes and whatnot that makes it difficult for us to have that one-off where we could really help someone. Um, and here's like my example. So going back to the same off-price retailer, um, we used to have a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of theft, um, a lot of, and, and in the retail world, it's called shrink. Um, which the shrink is, you know, in case it doesn't, somebody doesn't know what the definition is. It, it's oh inventory level. I know, triggered. right? PTSD. Triggered. But it is uh, the inventory of what you should have versus what you really have. And that difference in between is shrink. With that being said, we used to get hit really, really hard. And there was ORCs. ORCs are organized retail crime. And there would be groups of people that would travel from store to store to store. And they would hit us. That's what we would call it. We would get hit. And they would take our merchandise. And I remember this one time. This woman came in with like four, when I talk about like bed and bath bags, and if you know, you know, like bed and bath bags, the huge bed and bath bags, <laughs> like four or five of them, no yeah. joke, filled with clothing. Already the red flags were going off. I'm like, who returned mm-hmm. four or five bed and bath bags to to anything? Like you're telling me not one thing worked out. So of course, you know, my my cashiers were they were trained well. I mean, in all honesty, I'm I'm pretty much a badass. Like they were trained by me. So anything that would ever be a trigger or a warning, they would get me involved. So I remember my associate radioing me and was just like, Hey, Emmy, can you come to the front? Um, I have a guest here who needs your assistance. So of course I come up and I already know, like I, I see these huge bags just filled filled with clothing. 
Yeah, we bought this stuff for my nieces and my nephews, and it just didn't work out. I need. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'll return it. I made everything like ten cents, eleven cents, and she's watching as I'm scanning it, and she was like, "Why am I only getting eleven cents for that when the tag clearly says $19.99?" I said, "Well, I guess since you know when you purchased it, it must have gone on sale." She's like, "To ten cents." to 10 cents. Um, I, I know that's really unfortunate, but I would just say, you know, it's best <laughs> that you just keep it or I can return it. Um, what we were ultimately trying to do was capture their driver's license because we would bubble that up to our corporate, yeah. you know, loss prevention. Um, so once we could capture the license, we could put out a beyond the look, you know, a a bolo be on the lookout um for the the cool. I know for the for the people yeah for, the, for those who were shoplifting. Um but for some reason people who are committing crimes and, and are stealing, I guess they think that we're stupid. They think that we're gonna roll over. I don't know what it is. Um, but again, there's policies and procedures in place. And sometimes we do go outside the book. Like that was not anything that I was supposed to do, but I also wasn't going to take thousands of dollars of a hit, um, against my, you know, Mm-mm. my sales <clears throat> for the day. And again, I wanted to capture the driver's license. So it just, it was, it was a full circle and it was a great moment because she took her and her stolen merchandise got out of my store. I got the driver's license and I bubbled it up to corporate, but, Yep, that was another one of those situations where you're just like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, working retail, I think I said, what the fuck? I mean, at least 50 times a day. Oh, God, if not more. At oh, least, yeah. at least 50 fucking times Absolutely. a day. If not more. So I'm going to just share some secrets. When you come up to a person and say, hey, do you have this in the back? 90% of the time, we're on the phone, just in the back waiting. Depending on where we're at, we depending go to the on back, what retailer. Get on yep. our phone. Yeah. Uh, that, that is a fact. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not like not like Louis Vuitton, but like a discount there retailer. Is in the back. We ain't got it in the back. There's nothing in the back. I will still go sit back there, though. I will get on my phone. I will check. Granted, this was many, many, many moons ago. But, bitch, we all do it. We and all then did you it. Would have a, That's just and what then, we like, did. And then, like, with off-price retail, you would want us to call other stores looking for the one shirt. That's the whole point of off-price no. retail is, like, you never got a full c- commodity. Like, it was search for the treasure. The treasure being that one shirt. And hopefully your size. So when customers would would come mm-hmm. up and be like, "Hey, can you check your inventories?" We didn't have that technology. Like what like inventory? That, what that shirt that you have about? in your hand is the only one that I have in the store. Like if it's not by your size, we do not have it. Well, can you call another store? They don't know where to look for it either. Like it's it's the search for the treasure. Any type of off prices for the search of the treasure. The treasure once again being that one shirt in possibly your size. Um, but I can tell you another uh, another story. Um, I remember it was busy. This was at Rorrington, and um, did you like that? It sounded like I had like a <laughs> like a mouthful of marbles. Rorrington. You had like a, you had like a, I think you had a stroke. Um, 
but yeah. yeah. So I had to run a register because again, as management in the store, sometimes when you're shorthanded or if the job has to be done, you do it yourself. You don't have the bodies or endless bodies to come and, you know, save the day. But anyway, so I'm ringing register do, 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 do. And the woman's paying cash. And at this particular, um, off price retailer, there's actually, um, um, monetary uh, scanning machines. So we would put it in and it would come back. So I used to work for a company and I'm going to say the name because I'm pretty sure it's like really only here in Florida um, called Amscot. And it's a financial institution, kind of like a bank, but not a bank. But if you know about Amscot, like, you know, you know. Um, And we had lessons about like how to detect, you know, fake money, fake currency. And I had already known how to do that. And once the woman had handed me the $100 bill, like I automatically knew. And, um, and again, this is at Rurrington. I put it through again. So the cameras above can see it comes up red. I remember I told the woman, like I couldn't accept her money. And she had like legitimately a nervous breakdown, a nervous breakdown. Like, what do you mean? Are are you accusing me of making fake money? I said, no. I said, I don't even know how you got it. I said, all I know is I can't accept it. So I don't care what you do with it. All I know is that I can't put it in my register till. So unless you have another form of payment, there's nothing more that I can do for you. And a lot of times you get the fake currency, um, from the banks they're not as thorough as you think yeah 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 so yeah no i had a i had a i remember i had a similar situation and they i mean it was (laughs) these hundred dollar bills were literally made out of cardstock and i was like ma'am i can't take these and they had just gotten them out of the atm Cause they literally pulled them out and they were like, are you joking? And I was like, no, like here's your stock. All of these are good, but here's four that are made out of cardstock that I can't take. So there you go, sis. I also remember when I worked at, uh, when I worked for am Scott. So we had a thing. Okay. So here's like a two part story. So again, talking about am Scott, so the first one is going still with, you know, um, fake currency. So at Amscot, if you were paying, we'll say, a bill or you were doing a um, Western Union or anything where you were giving us money and we determined that that money was um, fake uh, and counterfeit, we were told that we had to um, basically take it. And I'm going to tell you, there is nothing more uncomfortable than taking someone's money that they just handed to you to pay a bill. So just imagine like you're going to Amscot and you need like a money order for $600 to pay your rent. And one of those $100 bills that you handed to us was fake. I could not give it back to you. So now I could give you, yeah. So now I could either give you a $500 money order, but like the fake bill we used to have to take care of. And I won't go into detail what we did, but we wouldn't give it back to you. Yeah. yeah so yeah. there's that. Then at Amscot, so at Amscot, you could do a, um, 
not a line of credit, but it's it's called a cash advance. So like if you're short money from bill to bill mm -hmm. or an emergency comes up, um, this company, Amscot, charges you 10% of what you borrow plus a dollar. Um, the max was $500. So just imagine if it was $500, you would pay back $550 and then the $1 for whatever reason won. So it'd be $551. Anyway, so people used to default on their cash advance. And they wouldn't like, we wouldn't, we would try and contact them, then we would lose contact information, they never pay it, blah, 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 blah. Years would go by, years. So what I used to do was when they would come in, people would come in with money orders, like, I need to get, you know, a $900 money order for my rent. I used to say, hey, let me get your driver's license and I can actually have it pre printed with your name, your address, and who you're paying it out to. So, you know, if it gets lost or stolen, like you, you're protected. Was that true? What, what like you were saying, can you get it pre-printed? That's true. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you were lying to them just no, to their no. ID. Well, yeah, well, yes, yes, I know. So I was doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing this to obtain the driver's license because I would be able to swipe it through the system. And if you had a uh, default on the cash advance, you know, from 10 years ago, I could, yeah. um, I could basically take your money because you had an outstanding bill. So I remember the one time I did this, the woman gave me like, no joke. I think it was like $900. She had a cash advance for 500. So it was 551. And I did a, it was called a set off. And I took the money and I gave her a money order for, you know, $349 or whatever it was, 400. No, it was enough, nine, like 900. Yeah, you get where I'm going with this. Anyway, so she looks at the money order and she was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Where's my money? Where's the mo where's the rest of the money on the money order? And I said, well, back in like you know 2007, um, you did a cash advance and you owed five hundred and fifty one dollars. So we went ahead and cleared that up for you today. And should you need a cash advance, you can come back in twenty four hours. So if the time now is nine thirty in the morning, you can come back tomorrow at nine thirty in the morning, and you could do a cash advance. Now again, this is something that we were instructed to do. This isn't like Maria Elena was just trying to take people's money. My thing was is the more that you could mm -hmm. collect on outstanding, you know, cash advances, the better you looked. And I'm I like to be a winner. Anyway, so the woman had a nervous breakdown out in the lobby. <laughs> she spit on the port, the partition because we are behind um, bulletproof uh, glass. Bulletproof yep. glass. And she cursed me out. Um, she hocked some sort of loogie on there. And she was very upset. And rightfully so. I did take her money. With that being said, she yeah. owed the money to the company that I worked for. So I had to make it right. And that was probably one of the most horrific situations I ever went through. Because <laughs> I, I remember vividly thinking to myself like, oh, shit, this bitch is going to be waiting for me in the parking lot. Like, this is going to be that day. You oh, know? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. She called corporate. They didn't understand. Yeah. I did a set off on her offset whatever the fuck it was called and yeah she came she came back sure. though and did a cash advance i bet she did yeah, she, she needed her money and i bet she's in default Probably. now i don't work there anymore so i could give a shit but uh yeah. yeah so how about like so how That's about let me ask name. you this have you ever stumbled yeah. upon like a couple doing it oh bitch oh bitch <laughs> 
I mean, we I used to work at a retail place that's known for their $1 flip-flops. And I remember we were working fitting room. And all of a sudden, you just hear some slurping noises. And we had a, there was a, the policy was only one person in the dressing room. And I was like, well, that's not one person making that noise. That's two. Um, and of course, they're in the ADA stall. <laughs> and so I get my manager because, you know, she's obviously sucking the D in that place. And so I get my manager and he, uh, she knocks on the door and is like, um, hello. And then, of course, you hear like, oh, shit, oh, shit you know hustle and bustle and just and um and then it's like the walk of shame because it's it's one of those moments where you look at the person and you're just like i know what you are doing well i make somebody i I wonder if they use the performance fleece to like cushion their knees while they were on their knees i'm a throw up i don't know i'm just saying if it's not it would take more than it would take more more than a performance place to cover my legs. <laughs> yeah, no, um, <laughs> yeah, I I've experienced that as well. Um, I'm sure you've done I have that. done that. I think I shared that with another episode on I, um, me I and a boyfriend of mine went into a store that we'll call Lacy's, and. <laughs> and we were in the men's department and honestly it started off very like i went into the fitting room he was trying clothes on we were determining what was good what was not good and then all of a sudden like one thing led to another i was more of the aggressor in that in that moment though so it definitely wasn't him it was definitely me i was sure you were so let's talk can i tell you i've never done that i I don't have the balls one of my jobs Wait, one, maybe a couple. So I was working for a store called Blair's (laughs) and there were no cameras at Blair's and I had the stock room. Oh, I know this story. And I had the, my office and my stock room were were like one and the same. And we used to have to get there like super early in the morning, Mm -hmm. like Malden open up to like nine 30, 10 o'clock. But yeah, we would be there. We'll say at like nine. Um, and I remember I was dating a firefighter. <laughs> so, so, it was early. Early. so early. I know. It was really early because I was like in my 20s and I would probably have partied the night before. But um, yeah, yeah. that's where we yeah, met. It was Blair's. It was Blair's Blair. and uh, the place that sells dollar flip-flops and performance fleece. But, um, but yeah. And I remember I was dating a firefighter. And he came to meet me like early that morning. I want to say like to have coffee because there was a, you know, uh, an SB at the corner in the mall, like, you know, uh-huh. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I know exactly yep. what it is. And he came in and we went into my office slash stock room for 30, 40 minutes. So, so he came in and then he came in you. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, but that's that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> yep, nope, it's a true story. Um I love that. I love that for you. That seems like a very liberating yeah. thing to do, especially and when you're surrounded by it cheap was jewelry. by by two get one free. Um 
<laughs> but yeah, we did it on we did it on my desk, like literally on my desk. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anywhere else, like where I have worked. Oh, yep, there was. There I've was never a goodbye. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. I did it in a closet. Yeah, you you yep, you told yep, you told yep. us that. So I guess retail has its perks, right? I mean, you get to you get to fuck in the back yeah, room pretty and much. get yelled at in the same yeah. day. It's wonderful. And then there's like the stuff that we deal with behind the scenes. Like, do you know how many call outs we would deal with like in a, on an average day? Like or no, you know how many walkouts <laughs> I've had on an average day? It's like, hey, Sally's gonna start work today, and two hours in, she's like, fuck this, and leaves. And you're like, where's my fitting room attendant? And she's yeah, she died. Then you she's hear, and then, then the worst so, part is like you hear it from another associate, which makes you feel completely inept, like you didn't know what was going on with the associate. Yeah. But like they leave like on their breaks, right? So like Sally, <laughs> Sal- oh okay, no. Hard. No, Sally literally was like, they were like, she was like, how many? And the lady was like four. And she was like, I'm done. And she just walked out. (laughs) She's like, here's your, here's your tag. Now leave. I'm leaving. No. Yeah. There, it, it, no, it was awful. You know how many meltdowns I've had in uh, an office? You having a meltdown? You having a meltdown or like the people? I've worked with crazies. No, both. You go first. Both. Oh, I mean, again, it was that discount reseller we used to work at, Moss. And, I mean, I literally, I can say this because I know neither neither of them listen to this um, bullshit bot podcast that we do. But, <laughs> um, I mean, I had to, like, there was almost a fist fight between two managers over bullshit because neither one of them liked each other. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Um I mean, meltdowns between employees. Melt. I mean, I've had my I share of meltdowns. I have had to have therapy sessions, therapy sessions oh, in yeah. the office yeah. that takes away from the customer service, that takes away from you know the 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 visual yep. you know maintenance and expectation of the store because you know you've got Tom and you know. Beth and you know they've been fucking and now Tom spread the rumor that her pussy smells like garbage <laughs> and like <laughs> like, like I don't want to hear about Beth's garbage pussy and and then furthermore it's why does it have to come into work like why can't you deal with her garbage pussy yeah. like before and after hours like and then you know Beth is like having yeah. a nervous breakdown because I don't understand. I told him I love him. And I'm like, what the fuck? My, my, my pussy doesn't smell, doesn't like, smell garbage. like garbage. He's lying. I'm always like. He has a micro penis. It's, like, it's, 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 it's very, very high school. It's very stupid. high school. Like you try to be the adult. Yeah. But I think that's any job. Oh, I think I don't that's know. any job. I, I would like to say. I will say though, my current job, and it's not like high school. My job isn't like high school either. Like, I mean. So maybe it's just retail jobs, but like certain places. But it's been like most of them. Like, well, no. I can remember at Forever 41, I I remember having two associates. This one guy, um, we'll call him G. G was like in love with this girl. And like, he was obsessed about her and she wouldn't give him the time of day. But like, that was like the gossip throughout the store was like how much he was in love with her. 
And that was weird. And then, you know, going to Moss and like Rurlington, Rurlington was fucked. It was fucked every which way. Like, I had managers <laughs> that were fucking insane. Even at, even at Moss, I had a district manager that was a cunt. She, oh my God. Oh my God. We had uh, the same district manager. Yeah. To the point where she called me while I was at the hospital. <laughs> she asked me about your health, which is completely professional because even though she knew that we knew each other she didn't know to what extent and i remember her calling and being like hey have you talked to josh how's he doing like how's his health oh my god i'm so worried for him i'm thinking to myself i have i have a box right. to run like i have shit i have to do i can't stay on the phone and gossip with you like i i need to go like shit like that and like i said Rollington. Oh my God. The one girl was sleeping with a much older guy. She's like in her late teens. And when I do say late teens, I'm talking about like the last teen and he's in like his mid thirties. And then she ended up giving him or no, he ended up giving her herpes. And like, so she had like a rotten. (laughs) I'm like, and then she's in the office denying that they're in a relationship because the one kid that was working there was like, I know that the two of you are fucking. And she was like, she's in my office. He's making lies about me when really she was really fucking him and ended up getting herpes. I was just like, this can't be real. Like, can't y'all just come to work? And fucking work and go home. Yeah. And this is why retail is yeah. crazy. And yeah. this is why we can't give you the crazy. This is why we can't crazy. give you the best customer service going above and beyond is because we're dealing with psychotic fucking people behind the scenes. Again, playing therapist. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I had a, a manager who would be on grinder consistently on the floor and then would take breaks to go hook up and would be gone for hours. And he's like, I'm going to go. Or like he would call out and like, oh, I have a nail in my tire. And he would send a picture and it's one of those like tire pictures with a watermark. And he's like, I'm at discount tire and it's Sunday. And it's like, bitch, we know discount tire is closed on Sundays. Like we're not stupid. So all the bullshit that we've dealt with over the years, it, thank God we actually both have stable jobs that we yeah. like right now. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, I, the, and honestly, like the horror, like the list and the horror that we have endured or dealt with, like, I'm telling you, we could have this podcast run for hours just talking about this. Um honestly mm-hmm. it's just it's it really is ridiculous and you know all we ask for is that you have a little bit of understanding a little bit of kindness and remember that we really do want to do a good job for you we really do want you to leave satisfied and giving us you know five stars or a recommendation on yelp or you know facebook like we want to oh never mind no that's 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 very sweet and i think it's wonderful that you want to have a kumbaya moment but at the end of the day, if you treat me like shit, I'm going to treat you like shit. And I will mark up your prices. Don't test me, Beth. Well, on that note, <laughs> that's probably a good place to wrap it up, Beth. So, okay, well, Marie-Elena, do you want to do the outro uh, this week? I have nothing after that. I really don't. Like, 
I got nothing. Yep, that's the outro. Fuck <laughs> the consumers. All right, we got then. you. No, I'm kidding. No, no oh, I'm going to get you, bitch. I see you, bitch. Don't try me. Ugh. I'm just ha- now I'm triggered. I'm triggered. But again, I, oh my cats. God. But, like, you know, listeners, please submit your horror retail stories. And not even just horror retail. Like if you've worked in the food industry, if you've had to deal with customers, people, consumers. Oh, I'm sure we could get some stories. About so please, we would love to do a part two. If you loved us, you know, like us, um, you can contact us. Josh, you know, all the contacts. Uh, let's list them. Go for it. Uh, email. Gamepodcast at gmail.com. Instagram is at gamepodcast and Facebook. We're, we're there. Yeah, I mean, just again, it's us. just a two you know, whatever. man woman operation. <laughs> like, this is she being yes, the man and true. I'm the woman. I will show my masculine side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my, oh. that noise again. With that being said, um, <laughs> please email us your stories. We want to hear them. We will do a retail horror part two. Um, Cause again, we, we have the stories where we want to share them. Um, and on that note, um, until next time, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.